Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a palace right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is the game where we find out if this is the bullshit Nassua. Blue Brew, co-producer Smarts. What's up with you, Co? Everything is good. What's going on with you, man? How's everything? Everything cool, chilling. You know what I mean? Another week, another 10,000. You know, we out here working. <laughs> Hell yeah, another 10,000. You 10, feel 000. me? You I feel feel me? me? You feel me? Yo, what's up with you, though? Um, You know, everything good. Guess who caught some tickets to Versus? Me. Me. Hey, yo. <laughs> You've been going a lot of places lately, you and the wife. Y'all went to a Boston Red Sox-Yankees game. Yeah, man. Y'all just went to D.C. just because. Yeah, man. I know y'all invited me to National Harbor. I couldn't even make it. Yeah. I mean, y'all just out here. So so now y'all going to the Locks Dipset versus? Absolutely. We got tickets to the Garden. It sold out in 10 minutes, so, you know, it was crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So well, I'll give you the recap on that. We'll do a versus segment, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, of course, cool. of course we will. I mean, you you there live. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You should be like a reporter, like a word on the street live and just go ahead and go talk to one of them. Jada or somebody. Hopefully I see somebody I know. Maybe I get backstage. Personally, I still think they should have made it a triple threat match. Added state property on there. Ooh. Just go ahead and and I mean and sell out the whole garden once you do that. There would have been no garden afterwards. Yeah, the whole New York would have destroyed the garden. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's start the game. So, it looks like Lizzo, Smarts, it looks like Lizzo is not taking the rise of a potential third wave of COVID likely. The fluffy singer herself posted a seven-minute public service Instagram video announcement this past Tuesday, July 27th, in which she politely asked fans to stay six feet away from her so that she can make sure that her mom is healthy. With the nation overrun by COVID-19, Lizzo said, don't take it personally, y'all, but don't get anywhere near me or my mom. I don't care who you are. You could be the nicest person. You could be vaccinated. You could be quadruple vaccinated. But if you see me, give me six feet. This is coming back. COVID, y'all. COVID is coming back. And people being real sloppy with their personal space. Smart side action. Okay, go ahead. Is it the bull that Lizzo also looks like six feet of sloppy personal oh, space? Oh, you are. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and and I'm back. <laughs> wow. At the Tokyo Olympics, the head of broadcasting at the Tokyo Games is attempting to showcase a higher level of television standards by trying to banish overly sexualized image of female athletes. Huh? Okay. Sport appeal, not sex appeal, is one mantra Olympic officials are pushing in an effort to reach gender equality on the field of play and on screen. You will not see in our coverage on NBC some things that we have been seeing in the past with details of close-up on parts of the body. I guess close-up parts of the body, they're trying yeah, okay, to say. Okay. All right. So, Smarts, I ask you, 
is this the bullshit? Because when it comes to watching women's beach volleyball or women's track and field or women's softball or whatever sport a fine ass woman is excelling at, I watch it because of, you know, <clears throat> sex appeal. I mean, I mean, sport appeal. I mean, sex appeal. You know what I'm talking about. Let's just keep it real. Like, what's going on here? I mean, it is some BS, but they got to watch the cameramans. If they being creeps, they can't be creeps on camera. But everybody's watching it for whatever they watching it for. If they're attractive, dudes is going to watch them for being attractive. And women are going to watch them if they think that they're attractive. So I thank you, NBC and CBS and ESPN, for covering Serena Williams for the last 15 years exactly. of my life. See? I just want you to know that, you know, when I watch softball or track and field, when I see Shikari Richardson, I just be like, hey, boo, how you doing? Yeah. Why don't you run over here to my house? Yeah. Hurry up, please. They can't stop what people's eyes... Anyway. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> BS. And finally, and finally, and, and finally. finally, yes, sir. A prominent Manhattan spinal surgeon storybook marriage to a one-time beauty queen turned irreversible ugly after he stumbled upon her secret life as a high-end hooker, according to some stunning court documents uh, obtained by the Daily News. Dr. Han Jo Kim seeks an annulment of his once happy union with his former Miss USA hopeful Regina Turner, alleging the dark-haired beauty herself, she's a brunette, <laughs> with a beaming smile earned nearly $700,000 in cash from her paying clients while leading a lucrative double life before and after their November 27, 2015 wedding. Smart side asks you. Go ahead. Man. I ask you, smart. Smart side asks you. I, I ask you, smart. Smart side mm, asks mm, you. Mm, 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 mm. Is it the bullshit that money can't buy you love, but it sure as hell can buy you Miss Connecticut? Uh, you ain't got to answer that. God. $700,000 she made? Mm, she ain't even need to be married. Mm, mm, she ain't even need to be married. The woman made $700,000 since 2015, mm. allegedly. Yep. He made $3 million a year. So she wasn't with him for his money. I mean, clearly. Mm, mm, mm. She just needed flights. Mm, mm. She needed flight money. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you. <laughs> you. Bye-bye. It's a bunch of us. I'm a in the colony. Everybody on their mark and everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Now River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest honey badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the Late Night Flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority and will be departing in five minutes. We appreciate your business. Oh, yeah, we appreciate your business. We got 10,000 downloads. Of course, we appreciate your business. But with that being said, this flight ain't cheap. Donate to the Cash App dollar sign the late night flight. Now, it might be a little turbulence, but we are predicting clear skies on our way back 
to Jersey, but before we do, do us a solid. Give us a like on our Facebook page. Follow us on IG to click the link tree in the bio. Chirp at us, why don't ya? On Twitter, at The Late Night Flight, and you can catch all 54 episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, The Late Night QR, Scan, wherever, wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Now let's take off. Welcome back to The Late Night Flight. You already know Nassau New Rule. Jers, what's good with you, Jers? How you, bro? I'm living, my guy. Yo, so before we start headlines, a couple of things. Number one. Yes, Jers, the painting that you see in my house, the one that is pretty wide, it has New York <laughs> on it. It has, it's, it's pretty brown, tan, burgundy-ish. Sometimes you see it in my live, sometimes you don't. It depends on where I want to basically do my post at. It's pretty fly, bro. But, but, but the story on that is there was a Nigerian brother, older brother, who worked at Bob's Discount Furniture that's oh. on uh, Totowa in New Jersey on Route 46. Oh my goodness. Right, that's, that don't do that. That's not nice. <laughs> because the man thought of me like I was one of his sons because most Nigerians think that I am a Nigerian prince or some type like that, which is cool. Yes. But, it's just you. It's just you. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Now, so me and my girlfriend at the time, he was like, oh, what a nice couple. I need furniture. We're going to hook you up. No problem. He saw me looking at the painting. He saw the painting. He like, yo, um, what you looking at? I'm looking at this painting. You like it? I love it. Um, why don't you come back on Tuesday? I'm like, what do you mean? Come back on Tuesday. I said, but you told me it takes six days for the furniture. No, no. If you like the painting, come back on Tuesday. You want to give me a deal or something? Come hmm. back on Tuesday. Interesting. So I came back on Tuesday. Wait. Yes. Did he ask you your name? Did he ask you anything about you? Did y'all have like a conversation about sports or some like nothing well well hear me out because you know again we're pressed for time okay so the point is that he looked at me like i was one of his son's nigerian father so boom that should already let you know we built a relationship <laughs> when we walked in bob's discount furniture you so feel me nigerian father he heard me he, he heard my name was nassau he immediately was like oh you know he got that vibe mm -hmm. you know got that mm -hmm. vibe it was like oh okay hold up mm -hmm. who's your uncle <laughs> but anyway, hear me out. So anyway, long story. See, you made me mess up my story, my man. I didn't make you mess up anything. Heavy up, bro. We pushed the time. All right, thank you. So long story short, takes the painting down, puts it in the car, lets me drive off with it. A year later, you ain't pay nothing. I ain't paid. I ain't pay a dime to him. I ain't pay a dime. Wow. I did not pay a dime. Full circle. A year later, I break up with my girlfriend. She takes the furniture. I go back to see the guy. I need furniture. <laughs> right. Okay. Before we do headlines, before we do headlines, <laughs> I want to say another thing. So let me ask you a male grooming question, Jers. When the last time have you plucked hair out of your nostrils? At least once a week, bro. You do that once a week? Yeah, but I don't pluck it with like a tweezer or nose hair clipper. I literally pull it with my fingernails. That's gangster. Yeah. Do, do that hurt, though? It doesn't hurt, but it, it makes me tear a little bit. Okay. No, no. It, it I got you. It feels strange. No, no, no. That, it's, it's okay to cry. I mean, yeah, men no, can no, cry. No, no, I didn't say I cried. Oh, you didn't say you cried. No, I, I said it makes me tear a little bit. Okay. That's what I said. That sounds like crying a little bit. Nah, you're being disrespectful. I'm just asking questions. You're being disrespectful, <laughs> So bro. it's tearing up. 
No, 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 no. You just said nah, you said I, yes I is tearing up. No, a little bit. A little bit. Right. So because it hurts so bad, no, it makes it you tear hurt. up a little it bit. It didn't hurt. It was like it was like a pinch tickle. Like it's hard to explain. A pinch tickle. Yes. It's like a pinch tickle. I don't know how to explain it. Sounds, that's how it that's how it felt. Sounds like a fetish. This all right. Anyway. So the nostrils, right? Now, usually the barber may put the clippers inside the nose a little bit so you can get those long nose hairs out. But as I was driving, because I, I know you know that I had a, a, a celebration of 10,000 downloads, so I was just out and about. I was out here on these streets, as they say. Hey, man, congratulations, by the way, my guy. Yes, you're welcome. So the thing was that... <laughs> the thing was that uh, I'm... In the car, and I'm looking in the mirror. I'm looking at my, you know, just looking. Like, right, I'm about to get myself ready. My homegirl about to come celebrate with me, fellow podcaster, my homegirl Latoya. Check out her podcast, whatever you say podcast, you know, what is whatever you say, Latoya, you know. And I'm looking at my nose and I'm like, yo, I got bush patches of hair in my nose. And that's, I don't know if that's acceptable going out, hanging out with my homegirl. You know, just celebrating 10,000 downloads. That's not acceptable hanging out with me, bro. It's like shrimp. Bushes? Bushes. Bush. Like, like bushes. Like like vagina bush. I, I, I mean, just a, a flat that's, bush. I mean, that's the only... that does, I mean, that's the only bush I'm just saying, anyone would think about when you say bush. Flat bushes of hair in my nostrils. And I had flat. to go... <laughs> like, yeah, it was just bushes, though. <laughs> All right, Jers, we're about to do the headlines. We're about to give you our thoughts in less than 10 minutes. Jers, are you ready? Absolutely. I will spit out the, the headline and you will let me know your thoughts and then I will give you my thoughts and that's how we'll do it. I mean, it sounds like trouble, but I'm with it. All right, so on the nydailynews.com, newyorkdailynews.com, New York City surgeon is seeking divorce. He claims that his beauty queen wife led secret life as high-priced call girl this is based on court documents. Is it alleged or did it actually happen? Because that sounds crazy. They said she has earned $700,000 in the last seven years. That's a lot of money. That's a little bit of money. High price. That we talking about. They, they even said that. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. There's somebody in New Jersey. She even... Uh, $700,000 in seven years? I mean... So they... It's not that impressive. The husband has allegedly claimed that that she has also needed money to frequently visit China in connection with trying to build an app. You know, because this is, a, I guess this is a smart, high-priced hooker <laughs> woman too. You know what I'm saying? Like, this woman is special. So, so she's in China working on apps, but she's actually... smart. There you go. I don't want to say it like that, but yes, that's correct. I mean... I mean, yeah. That's what it says, that she's smutting. This is funny because this is Four right... This, this is right out of a porn scene. Let's just be honest. This is right out of a porn scene. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I don't watch. If, if anyone is watching a scene of porn that has dialogue, then something is wrong with you. You wilding. All right, no, next one. No, no, no. You're wilding. But next, next, headli next headline. Yep. New York Post has said, Kanye cries about losing my family. This is in quotations. At Donda, and that's his new album. At Donda listening party at Mercedes Benz Stadium with Kim Kardashian. So Kim Kardashian was uh, basically in the stands with the kids as Kanye was performing one of his songs. That's from the Donda album. I'm pretty sure we should go get that on Apple. I'm pretty sure that's that <laughs> that album is going to be amazing. So 
he broke down as he was performing one of the songs and talked about losing his family. Stupid. Okay, continue. That's it, stupid. So, in my opinion, in my opinion, this is what you have to do in order to protect yourself if you are an emotional person. If you are an emotional man that's going to showcase emotion wherever you go, especially while you're out here, you know, marketing and making your money, you have to make sure she doesn't come. Just give her a call. Hey, Kim, what's going on? What's up, Yeezy? What's good? Listen. You know I have my listening party. Yeah, I know. Me and the kids was about to... Uh, uh, I need you not to come. This is Kanye West we talking about. It doesn't matter. He would have done it whether they was there or not. No, come on. Come on. You know, I mean... You, Do we need to go back in history on all his emotional rants on stage? You know what? I concede to that. Next next one. Next one. Next one. Do you know uh, Colonel West? Are you, are you familiar with Colonel West? No. You're not familiar with Colonel West. Maybe. Who is he? He's, he's like the new age Frederick, Frederick Douglass. No. Cornell West. Cornell West, yes. yes. Did I call him Colonel? Yes. Cornell West. I know who Cornell West is. Yes. My apologies. NPR.com says Cornell West has announced he's leaving Harvard and says the school has lost its way. Congratulations. All right, cool, cool, cool. That, that's all you had on that? Yeah, congratulations. That makes sense, right? Okay. Here we go. Now, this may be different, but 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 I think you will answer this correctly, okay? Wrestling.com says the Young Bucks reacts to rumors of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan coming to AEW. I don't want to see that happen. At all. I heard he's already signed to uh, AEW. Who? Who? Daniel Bryan. Nah, man. Nah. Why I heard he's already. I heard he's already. Why signed would you to do him? that though? Why would that's WWE? That's your home, bro. Why would you do that? Come he on. probably gonna get paid some great money to basically perform less. Nah. Wrestle man. less. He gets. He he might even get to wrestle in Japan. He heard he wants to wrestle in Japan. They did right by Daniel Bryan. How did they? That's I mean, no they, he leave, just got bro. stacked. He just got stacked in Mac by Edge and uh, Roman Reigns. But well, wait, not by Edge and Roman Reigns. He just got stacked and pinned by Roman Reigns. He wanted to put Roman over. Hey, yo, listen, man. He wanted to put him over. If if I'm looking, if I'm Daniel Bryan, real fast. If I'm look, if I'm Daniel Bryan, he has been in some very good uh, storylines or some decent storylines, and he got to be a champion like recently, but. He don't really get the win like uh, in that big match. Like he lost to Kofi. I mean, good good looking though. Good looking for that. He beat Batista. That was back. Randy, that's that's two thousand. Let me finish. Four, though. He beat Batista. Yeah. Randy Orton. He yeah. said two thousand four. You funny. That was back in the and day. Triple H. That was like two thousand seven. The same night. No. That was that was two thousand thirteen. Okay, that was two thousand. Yo, it's two thousand twenty one. It's two thousand twenty one. Right. My point is, okay, that's home. They did right by him, dog. You feel what they did right by him, man. He wouldn't be as big as he is without the WWE. Why would you leave? And that's why he get to take Certain his name. Certain wrestlers, I understand, but he not get him. To, he get to take his name, be a big draw, get money other places. I don't want to see that, and that would be stupid for AEW to do. How you how you going to be different from WWE if you keep signing all of their talent? First of all, stupid. No, not well. I understand what you're saying, but real quick. It's not stupid on their end because as a business, they need to get ratings regardless. So they're going to keep signing people that is free agents that other people want to know about all the time. Daniel Bryan is one of those type of people. He may not be a needle pusher, but if Daniel Bryan goes to AEW, 
they got like at least another 200,000 people that's committed to at least watching to see what he's going to do, see if he's going to wrestle pay-per-view style or free TV on TNT. The other thing is, shout out to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon has nothing but a bunch of stuff. Well, he understands that he needs to build stars and he got a bunch of talent out there. All he needs to do is just build a couple people. Look at what he got going on right now. Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns. I mean, that's top tier work that he got going on right now. Thank you for flying the late night flight. It's time for me versus Google, not you, the captain. Welcome back to the late night flight. Nassau, a new rule. Jers over here got me rolling right now, man. Jers, like, yo, chill. Just go ahead. Tell the audience what you said to me, man. Yo, Just go, man ahead. go ahead. Because, bro, like, uh -huh. you, you like body lifters. You like, you like chicks who pick up cars. Okay. Chicks who got pecs. They don't even have chests or titties. They just got pecs. Okay, so for those like, who so do not know what Jers <laughs> is talking about, we had a game called the lightning round where I tell people to name this or name that. So there was a line that read, name the woman that you would not mind getting caught in a hot tub with in front of your wife. So I, my answer was AEW wrestler or AEW superstar, however you want to use that term. Her name is Jay Cargill. C-A-R-G-I-L-L, -L, I believe. C-A-R-G-I-L-L. Yeah, C-A-R-G-I-L-L. -L. Car lifter. That's what, that's what she does. Check. She lifts up cars. <laughs> this young lady, in my opinion, look, I just physically, she got it. She, she got it, got it. You can, you can wash laundry on those abs. You understand? That's what I can say about that. And I like it. And I like it. That's right. I want to go. I want to go to gym with her. I want to work out with her. I want her to be my personal trainer. You don't want that. Yes, I do. Nah, you don't want that. Her I voice do. deeper than yours, bro. Her voice you is. Don't want to yo, that. man, you ain't even. You haven't even heard her talk. <laughs> you haven't even heard her talk, dog. What you mean, bro? Like I'm just saying. Like I want my woman to have some hips. I want to feel a soft booty. I want for no muscle hard. But I want to feel a soft booty. I want to see some chest, bro. You know what I mean? With some big. I don't want to see no pecs. You know what I mean? She like has she breasts. Make a pec jump just like she has dude, breasts. Bro. There's no. Show me the breasts. Show me the breasts. I'll give you a thousand dollars. Hey yo, go on your phone. Show and me. Look. I did already. Go on your phone. I did. I got. You want to know what's funny? My what's wife up? laughed at her picture too. She did. Yeah, she was like, "Yo, this really what he." <laughs> hey yo, y'all. Hey yo, I'm not even gonna mess with y'all too. I'm gonna let y'all. Yo, y'all, please look her up. Y'all would listen. I'm not body shaming. I'm you know not what? even muscle shaming. I'm just saying. Hey, yo. I've known this man hey, yo. since he was in college. Yo. And I've seen the women he's been with. Yo. So for him to like her, yo. that's crazy. Yo, y'all two look like mechanics. Anyway, <laughs> we doing me versus Google. So Jers has written down his top 10 most underrated rap artists. And I'm going to critique every single one of them, depending on how I feel. So we're going to just go one at a time. We're going to just see if I'm like okay with his... His viewpoint on what is underrated, because I may not agree with this. So go ahead, Jers. 10, AZ. All right, stop right there. This is perfect. This is actually a very good version of an artist that is underrated. That makes sense. What's the next one? Nine, Ace Hood. Yo, back to AZ. Remember the song, The Flyers? Do, 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 do. 
What's up, King? What's up, King? Yeah, with him and us. That was crazy. Oh, great song. He was song. talking about the powder blue, um, was it the powder blue Pumas he was talking about in the record? I can't remember, bro, but... Hey, awesome yeah. song. All right, so now you went to Ace Hood, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Ace Hood number nine. Okay, so I don't know about him being underrated, but this is your list. Mm-hmm. This is your list. I would say Ace Hood is the Florida version of Meek Mill. That's me. I call him Meek Gator. That's, that's, that's how I look at <laughs> that's how I look at Ace Hood. I feel as though that he just came. He's the artist that Khaled brought on, but he started rapping like all the other rap artists that's out. Even though maybe down south, he may be looked at as something bigger than what I look at him because I'm from up north. But yeah, I, I look at Ace Hood as just another trap artist in my opinion. That's just me though. Okay. Hey, Joe Button. Okay, so he he would be an underrated rap artist until Jay-Z did that freestyle about the marijuana and heromana and all that, and it just destroyed Joe for me. And I was just like, yo, yeah, you can't one come back from that. Yeah, I think yeah. that one record definitely like tore him apart, honestly, in my opinion. I don't think I don't think no other label really wanted to work with Joe Button like that. So this next number, I have Ross there, but I took Ross out. Okay. Cause uh He's had a magnificent career. Magnificent. And Ross is that dude. Magnificent. So I'm going to put Redman in his slot. Okay, I'm cool with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, for number seven. He's one of the few winners of hip-hop that don't get his just due. That is correct. Um, I recently had Cameron on my list. I'm going to also take him out. Oh, okay. I'm stay in the same camp. Oh, okay. And I'm going to put Jewel's Santana. I, w- I would rather you put Jim Jones there, but I'm listening. It's your list. This is your list. Definitely Santana. Okay, cool. Actually, you have a point. I'm just can saying both because no, that's fine. You could even slash like that. Jim, I don't have no problem Jim with that. Jim came out of nowhere and just started. I mean, people say it's Max B, but it, when Max got locked up, he was still killing it. That's all I'm saying. Um, Ti, I'm, I'm not with you on that one. He's one of the. He's one of the greats. He's one of the greats. He may not be top 10, but he's not. But he's one of the greats. He was slept on as far as lyricism was concerned. I had to put a lot of people in my hood on him. He's, he's in my top 20, for sure. T.I. is definitely in my top 20, greatest, greatest rap artist of all time. For sure. I can understand that. For sure. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who realistically had two albums his whole career. And the first album was Smash. Um, but he never really got his just due for being a rapper because he can really rap. Mace. Okay. So here goes my thing. I think that he's underrated only because he bowed out gracefully from rap. Mm-hmm. And then scared of something. And then when he came back, it it was just too little too late. Like that pretty boy rap that he wanted to bring to the table in a, in a, in a, in the mid nineties. It, it was 10 years too late when he came back out. I agree. That breeze stress shake. Don't get me wrong. I get it. It was dope, but that song would have been, yo, that song would have been the in 1998. Possibly. I'm just saying because Possibly. that's when Mace was getting all that jiggy rap. Mace off. was that dude. Bro. Mace was that dude, dude. Like before his album even came out, he was, he that, was that dude. dude. Like, like he had a year run without, like he was just on features. Yeah, he could rap. He was writing puff 
You know what I mean? Like he was he was doing a lot. Maze. So I, I understand that. Like I, I can't. It's hard to be critical of that. Who else you got? Number three, Big Sean. All right, so Detroit. if if you had him as your number ten most underrated rap artist, I'd have been like, all right, not number three though. Like that's just too far nah, down deserves, the list. He, he deserves to be number three above. He he. AC. In the nah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, look, if you had him number 10, 9, or 8, I understand. Just not number 3. Why not number Not three? the third most. He, he not the, his spot. the third most underrated rap artist of all no time. One, no one. Okay. <laughs> I forgot the all time part. I mean, even if he did the uh, last 15 years, like what? Yeah, definitely him. I would put Pusha T before him. Of the last 15 years? Yo, underrated? Pusha T has not really... Uh, underrated? That's what no I'm saying. One, I'm no good. one considers Pusha T to be underrated. What? No one. No one No one considers Pusha no T as an the, artist. The, the list you about to read after Mons has, has someone else. All right. And not him. I would rather put Pusha T there before I put Big Sean, but go ahead, continue. He's next to... I know you're not going to agree with me, but I don't care. And anybody listening, I don't care how y'all feel either. It's my list. If he asked you to make a list... Then that would have been your list, but it's not. It's mine. I got you. Number two, Drake. Number one, Benny Siegel. All right, I'm not, the mic on that. I'm not even going to speak on either one of those two. Those two. Drake ain't respected as a rapper. He's respected as an artist. He was. He's respected for doing a little sing along girl dance records. He's not respected as a rapper. That's why I put him underrated. Well, two Beans. Uh huh. Only reason why I would say Beans is underrated is mm-hmm. simply because his career didn't pan out to be what it was supposed to be, due to the whole. Uh, murder. Okay, I, so if you want to say about Beanie Siegel's alleged murder, I'm going to say that sounds like someone is underrated because of their own mis- mishaps. And then facts. And then Drake, Drake. Well, that's called self-respect. If you're going to call yourself a rap artist, the self-respecting thing to do is make rap music. So yeah, we're not but gonna we're not gonna put him make rap music. Yeah, but his it rap just music don't get the popularity that the other stuff gets because it's spaghetti sauce at this point. But he's still whipping up that meat, bro. He's still putting the seasoning in it. Pause. He's still putting the seasoning in it, bro. He's still Ooh, making sure like, before you put the sauce on the spaghetti, you gotta cook the noodles. But that's what I'm you saying. You got to put the seasoning and all that before you just sprinkle it over, Listen, bro. man, like, my name that's so new rule, and I'm going to be the first to let you know, I, yo, I think Drake music is incredible, but I think it's noodle music. It's no substance. It's just Drake a bunch has of... no substance? I'm not substance? saying he doesn't have substance. I'm just saying the music is just some noodle pop music. Like, it's it's just... Yo, go to Complex, bro. You being disrespectful. Hey, yo, listen, man. I can't even believe you. You called him underrated. I'm just saying, like, he... the past 15 years, you know more Drake records by heart than you do any other artist alive. I know know a lot of Drake pop music. what I just say? In the past 15 years, you know more Drake music than any other rapper alive. I think, I think, I think we're... you're not giving him respect, that's why he's number two on my list is most underrated rappers of all time. Hold on, hold on. We're going to move forward from this, but I'm going to just say this real fast about Drake. Drake has all my respect. Drake is one of the greatest. Drake is one of the greatest. What I'm saying to you is... I can't put him as an underrated rap artist, though. You didn't even give him no respect as a rap artist. Because he doesn't want to make rap music. Do Passengers, your captain is bugging. Do not know what he is drinking. But it must stop now. 
So when he make a song talking about something, I'm making a base the way your TV is making a change. The day was wrong with you. I'm sounding like a leprechaun trying to get this but lucky you charm. Knew the words. I just made the, the words cadence. up just now. No, 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 no. You made up the last two bars. Okay. The first four bars. Okay. You knew. Okay. Look, you okay. know. It. Right. Okay. And you okay. And you okay. Right okay. I never said That's the song wasn't. Right my there. man. My That's man. That's underrated. Right. That's not underrated. That's me acknowledging the fact that I, I, I I'm listening to the song. Right, but you're also shitting on the song. Yeah, I am. Right, that's yeah. not, that's what makes that's him not, underrated. That's not underrated. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's me letting you know, like, yo, I like this bull he got going on. You know, I you like know, this lollipop, candy lane, you know like shoots and like ladders, you? bull board game music that he got going on. You know, I could play that during a board game. We playing Monopoly <laughs> right now. Dur, 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 you know what I like about people like hey, you is, hey, let's go to the community bank and let's yo, go get past $200. And yo, listen to their songs yes. and yo, learn it word for word. Yes. Dance to it in the club. You might even to it, bro. Like, let's, let's call the spade a spade. Mm-hmm. But you won't give that particular artist their just due when uh-huh. you're living your life uh-huh. to their music yeah. as the soundtrack. I don't, hold on. First that's of all, that's being underrated. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Number one, by definition, that's not being underrated. That's number one. Number two. You started from the bottom, now you're here, right? That's the name of the song. Right. Not my thoughts. Not my thoughts of him. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the fasten seatbelt sign, and you may now move around the cabin. However, we always recommend to keep your seatbelt fastened through the trials and tribulations while you're seated. In a few moments, the flight attendants will be passing around the drink menu as well as the brunch menu. We only have chicken or waffles or both. So choose wisely. And thank you for flying the late night flight. So I remember in the rapid fire you asked, name a way that you would curve a woman. Something of that nature. I don't remember the exact name. Name a line that you would use to curve a woman and I say, I'll call you back. Right. But why would you want to curve a woman? So let me give you a scenario, right? (laughs) You chilling, you out, you might be with your dude, right? And this chick walk up to you, you turn around, she happened to brush up against you. Yeah. Right? You think it's by accident, so you turn around, and you know how us real men do, be like, yo, excuse me, I ain't mean to. But you turn around, you look, and she just all in your face. She's just throwing it at you. Yeah. Why would you want, and she looks good as hell. Yeah. Why would you want to curve her? Okay, so when I say curving, the art of curving doesn't necessarily mean in that, in that type of setting. Cause the based basically based on which how have you just delivered that storyline? Have you just painted that picture? That's basically no disrespect when I say this, ladies. That's almost a layup, right? So and I don't think Wait, men, have you ever curved the layup before? Uh, I mean, you know, you may have to, but it depends. I mean, I think I think that just depends on setting where you're at. You know, like I ain't gonna lie to you. If I was like at some gangster party. That was at People's Choice and some woman just walked up on me talking talking some gangster. Oh, I, oh, I like you. I want to do some nasty stuff to you. I may have to look around and be like, yo, who, who sent her? Okay. You get what I'm saying? But other than that, I mean, no, I mean, no, no, no. That's, that's no one. I, you know, I, I don't want to go like that because that means I would just have sex with any any woman. And I don't, I don't want to appear like right. that. Right. So why would you curve her? I mean, you for may, those reasons, you right may, there? you may, you okay. So realistically, at that moment of time, you may curve in a woman. You may curve a woman 
based on a physical appearance at that at that moment of time. Okay. At that moment of time. What if the curving don't work? What if the curving does not work? Correct. I mean, I don't know. That's and what they, they got. just not getting the point. That's what they got law enforcement for. You got to just call, call the cops, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got to be a gentleman. Hey, yo, security. Yeah, word. You got to be a gentleman. <laughs> I can't. I can't put my hands on this sister. So you know, can't can't do anything about that. I don't know. I mean, women. I think a woman would be shocked if she was curved. Like, and I think that would make a woman work harder. Where men. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, men get rejected on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. From someone that they are trying to engage in conversation with. Women work harder. Especially those in the hood, because they just disrespectful how they come at you. Women work harder based on rejection. But this is not about rejecting women. This is more about protecting your own energy. So let's say, for instance, mm. if, you, if you're going out with a woman, and a woman hits you with a curveball, and she say, I want to invite my homegirl with us. For a little, I know we was just going to a little shindig. We were just going to have some fun, grab some hookah. So I thought maybe my homegirl that I didn't see in a little while, thought she maybe, maybe she can come through and have some fun. You may have to say, well, you know what? I'll catch you another time. You and your homegirl, y'all go ahead and have fun. Even if you want to be extra and be like, look, I'm going to cash up you $50. Y'all go ahead and go get that hookah on me. Just go ahead. Okay, understood. You get what I'm saying? Because... Because mind you, it's like, hold on, we was about to do something intimate between us two and you just, you just basically third-willed me. Let's keep it real. You basically, so basically third-willed me. As a single man, you didn't think to yourself what kind of fun you talking about? Well, I'm going to be realistic. I'm not rich. <laughs> so I don't even be thinking like that. I be thinking about, oh, they about to get a checkup on me. <laughs> what do you mean you know when it's being rich because <laughs> if I was rich I wouldn't care I'm like oh yeah now your freak is definitely come let's go like what you talking about oh. but but realistically when I'm just a normal retention specialist I mean if a woman talk about something I want to bring my homegirl I'm like oh wait I ain't got money for that <laughs> what's, what's that about that's another 90 <laughs> we're about to get to our next destination but before we do we strongly recommend to drink responsibly and pass that bong to me you feel me <laughs> i got bars oh and give us a follow on instagram at the late night flight and give us a like on facebook the late night flight and thank you for flying the late night flight you want to talk about why men cheat all right so i'm gonna be honest with you bro i don't know why men cheat i don't care about that personally I don't try to figure that type of stuff out. I don't I, care about relationships wait, wait, like that. I, Let me help you understand something. I didn't want to know why men cheat. You already tried to play me out with my Jay Cargill. You and your wife? You? Both of y'all? You know what? Y'all ain't got, got a carburetor y'all can go fix or something? Someone asked me. Oh, yeah? Why do men cheat? Okay. I know what my answer was. What was your answer? But then I started thinking. Okay. What would another dude answer me? Yo, I don't know. I mean... I don't know why men cheat. I think men cheat for so many different reasons. It, and it, it always comes from different times of their life, different upbringings, depending on who raised them. Be honest with you. It's not even, and that's not even a, a, a me judging your morality or your way of self. It's just basically your upbringing. Like, how was your uncles and your father was talking about women? How was they talking about women around you? Because that matters. Oh. Be honest with you. Um, 
Because if your father be running around talking about these bitches, these bitches, these bitches, these bitches, and shit, you gonna be thinking about that the same the same way. Think about it. If you ever seen Purple Rain, Prince saw his father smack the woman. He smacked the woman. It's like, oh, this this is ice skater ring outfit, Prince. You gonna let this man just slap you around like that, Prince? Like, yes, yeah, my father did. Rest in peace. But I'm just saying, it's a movie. <laughs> I know the movie very well. You know what I mean? But 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 that's how, in my opinion. The whole how men evolve into I'm gonna just start playing the field. That's how that come in my opinion. Is I when I watched How to Be a Player, I got to watch that with glasses and a notebook. Feel me? I'm about to say something that's gonna change your life or your perspective or outlook. You it's did. biblical. Oh, I'm about to say you didn't like Bill Bellamy in that movie. I thought he would, I thought that was the one movie he actually did well in. Men cheating is biblical. It's in the Bible. Are we are we talking about like the Abraham having several wives and things of that nature? That's cheating. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm listening. I'm going to say something to you. No that, woman that... wants to be part of multiple wives. They want to be the wife, and that's it. And I'm quite sure they felt that way back then. So if you're going to say that's biblical, you know, in the Bible they never made that seem like the woman had an issue with Abraham and any of them having a bunch of wives. But think about it like this: they was always mm-hmm. introduced as. His wives. Yeah, he's my wife. So before they was his wives, what were they? I don't know his girlfriend. Exactly my point. That's cheating. Okay. That's exactly my point, bro. I I want you to understand something about the Bible or or the Quran. And and these are my opinions, of course. Mm -hmm. We're talking about books, storylines developed at a time where supposedly the world supposedly just began. So in order for the world to populate, mm-hmm. seeds have to be spread. Mm-hmm. So, so an abundance, and a great abundance. So, in this in, in this world that we are reading in, the, called the Bible, it makes sense for the man to have several wives in order to procreate and make more people on this earth. I'm just saying that's the only reason why for me the whole is biblical thing, I'm not really down with because I think it's more of a, there's a realism behind the storylines that people don't draw out. But you're assuming that men were outnumbered by women. No, I'm not. See, no. That would be the only reason as to how your point bro, would make sense to me bro, if they were outnumbered. Bro, think about this for a second. Think about this. Let's say it's five of us on an island. Five. Okay, who the five? Two men, three women. Okay. We want to, but we're the last five on earth. Right. We're going to impregnate the women. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? What if we don't impregnate the women? What if they all get impregnated by me? Okay, we're going to... see my point now? I'm going to say it again. We're going to impregnate the women. Whether you do it or I do it, right. they're going to be impregnated. But it matters because whoever impregnates them, they're now your wife. Okay, you're moving too fast about this. No, because that's what was, and that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. we talking about during those times, right? So my thing is, if they, if hypothetically speaking, because mm-hmm. we don't know if men were outnumbered or mm-hmm. women were outnumbered, but mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking, let's mm-hmm. say it was a nice balance. Okay, right? He still had multiple wives, and before they became his wives, mm-hmm. they were his side chicks. Either way you look at I it, think, I think, it I was think, cheating. Okay, I mean, however you want to look. No, I mean, sure, <laughs> whatever. I, again, I, I think we're looking at like 
You're I'm looking at it small. You're, you're definitely mega reaching. It's cool. You're mega reaching. I could be the reacher. But I'm just saying, we're having women that's going to listen to us and try to figure out why men cheat, and, and here we are reaching. I can't get this is this is why women this is why women doing feminist things now because we out here reaching. Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the pilots who contribute to the fastest rising podcast. If you want to contribute, DM us at the late night flight. Hey yo, what the f? This is a pilot right here. 